Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Um, anyway, welcome to the Reflux Podcast. <laughs> no, take it from there and go, Cody. Oh, shit. Welcome to the Real Flick Podcast. My name is Cody Redfield. I'm your host. Um, today, we're going to be... Uh, shit, what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about a couple of movie films that came out last weekend. Movie films? Oh, movie films? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going yeah. to be we're gonna be talking about... Um, uh, uh, First Man and Bad Times at the El Royale. Take it away, my less important co-host, Mason. Thanks, Cody. I'm reporting live from the murder scene oh hi hello uh yes as cody said we're talking about the first man and the bad times at the el royale tonight on the show josh hello sorry this is the npr version of the show oh now coming up after the break is New Wave Jazz. <laughs> Bulgaria's no, number no, one. But it's uh, New Wave Jazz as performed by an uh, African uh, yes. sub-tribe. And then right after this, we're going to be bringing in Paula Klinkinski to talk about her new recipe for a zucchini yeast rise. Stay tuned. <laughs> Why is... Oh, oh, ew. Do you, not, do you not listen to NPR, bro? NPR no. is the lifeblood of this country. Without NPR, we yeah. would crumble. That's literally where all of the culture comes. Pretty much. You've got your This American Life. I like them. Your Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Are you just looking up shows Wait, now? I, I, I thought I, you were just saying things. Ask No, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me is like my favorite NPR show. Uh, no. What, what's, what's going on in the biz, though, Josh? What's, what are people talking about? Uh, I don't know. Seems quiet. I, I don't really pay much attention. There's just leaked things coming out from everything. So got it. Star Wars is shooting. Yeah. Brian Johnson has is assembling the greatest cast of all time for the likely greatest yeah, that, movie. That that of movie is sounding amazing. What do we got we got Chris Evans now. We got Daniel Craig, obviously. And we have somebody uh, else. Zod. Uh, what's his name? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Shannon, yeah. Yes. Peak film, I think. I mean, well, we'll my number see when it comes out. It's my number one. It just, it's going to be. You think? You don't know. It is. 100%. Unless Sorkin's Lucy show movie comes out, in which case that would be my favorite. But for right, for right now, it's, it's going to be Knives Out. So excited about that. Um, Don't you usually like see a movie before you decide what's going to be your favorite? No, um, uh, no. I'm going to go with a hard no on that one. All right, because that's that's our world. We make very grandiose opinions before we have any information to put it on. You know, like the DCEU is you know, too smart for everyone else, and Zack Snyder's a genius. That's just that's not true. true. I don't know why you sound like you're making a joke there. Right. Um. And I don't know how. Speaking of Zaddy, they just released the first picture from it um, just this last week. But the new Watchmen series on HBO, intrigued? Not intrigued? Care less? No, I, didn't, I didn't see it. I don't, I don't have HBO, so I don't it's really a, care. It's a picture of a cop with like a yellow mask. 
Nice, like from the movie. Yes. Well, it's not. Like, it's not so much a mask. It's like a. It, it looks like somebody pulled up a long turtleneck and put it over their nose. <laughs> I don't know. It's intriguing though. It's Damon Lindelof, so you know it's going to be at least weird, and I like that. That's weird. fair. It, it'll take a lot for me to watch a TV show. So it, if this is ten episodes and weird enough, I'm definitely in. But uh, Movie Pass also still alive. Uh, I, I used it for the first time yesterday to see El Royale. Oh yeah, I used it and a couple weeks it's ago. Disgusting! I mean, I hate it. I'm mad at it now. Mm-hmm. Yikes! And still no Regal, Josh. I remember a few months ago you said that that was going to be happening. It's not happened yet. So why July? Why July? For fun. No, oh, damn. What do you think is taking them so long? Because AMC, we've like we've seen from their projections, they are doing great. Pretty much of they've got they've um, surpassed their subscriber goal and there's been no rumors of like them bleeding out money or anything like that because they've obviously put a cap on how much you can actually spend on like movie pass and like is Regal just not going to do one or are they waiting for something They'll to happen? One. I just don't think they don't need that. to It'll, do one. Like, I mean, they are the number one chain. No, there's more AMC's nationally. No, I mean, just like <clears throat> how much money they make. Is that true? As far as I know, the last time I read up on that kind of stuff, but that could be, I could be wrong, but, um, I would get, I thought it would be by the end of the year. My guess is that's probably not going to happen just because there's been no anything at all. So I think it'll happen. Just not anytime in the next month or two. Hmm. I mean, it, at some point it's just going to be a wide bother kind of a situation. Okay, so AMC has a total of 83, about 8,400 screens in the United States, and Regal has about 7,400, and Cinemark is 4,500. Uh, 4, so Regal's close. I mean, why, again, why are they dragging their feet? What's the point? What are they waiting for? Just do it. Hmm. Do you have, you've got, how's Cinemia going for you? You enjoying it? Yeah, it works. I mean, outside of when I screw up and forget to do something, and then they are terrible with their customer service about responding. Tell me about it. Walk us through the process. So it's, let's say we finish, we finish up they're here not, in an hour. You want to go see a movie. I still, but I don't remember. All right. Uh, you look up the time. I use Adam tickets now instead of Fandango. Um, and then you look it up on Adam. You find the time you want. You get your, you go through the whole, this time, this whatever you know, get it to the, like the purchasing page. Then you go to Cinemia and you have to put in all the information of this is your ticket. You want it at this time. You want a 2D IMAX, whatever, all that crap. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a process. Um, and then it gives you a credit card to a temporary credit card to use to then put in the information on Adam. Jesus then Christ. That um, so and two hours later, once you're finished, then what do you do? Then you just check in when you get to the theater. Jesus, that's horrible. Is there no way to streamline that? Uh, yeah, they give you a t- they give you a new just, credit card information every single time. Yeah. Good God, that's just bad. Yeah, that's so bad. Why I don't get why don't they don't just give you like your credit card information or your. I mean, if I had to send me a card, but th- those cost extra, which I don't want to pay for, so. What do you mean? Oh, you can actually get a card? You can get a physical card, but oh. it costs. 
Come on. Nice if they didn't have such a stupid fucking name. Shout out. Cinnamia spelled with an S. Yeah, it's stupid. And an I. I'm going to say it extra slow for you every time now. I'm going to fucking die. Say it, Josh. Cinnamia. Cancer. If I could hang up the call without ruining this episode, I would. Is there a more perfect, like, strand of syllables in the English language than cinnamia? Yeah, most. (laughs) Name one. One. Oh. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um, Let's see. Anything? What else is on our minds before we dive into our patented Reflex double feature? Did you patent it? I think I patented it. It's the applications, and they haven't really done anything about it yet. That's fair. That's too bad. Josh, how's it? What are you thinking about? What are you upset about? What are you happy about? Have you watched Mandy yet? Nope. Why not? I'll watch it when I feel like it. You're missing out. I know you're doing it to meme me, but you're literally missing out on a great movie. I'm gonna watch it. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Just do. When are you? When are you planning on it? When I have t- when I have time to sit down, Finish rent it, and watch it. Fucking Halloween movies and watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't need to rewatch H two O, the Halloween story, or whatever it's called. Watch Mandy. Oh. I saw an ad for the new Halloween movie. Yes, that said the reunion. 20 years or 40 years whatever fucking Howard I don't know years in the making I'm like they did this movie 20 years ago I don't know what you're talking about H2O exists yeah I don't know what they didn't do it as well their marketing campaign is very interesting but I don't I kind of don't even know why they're bothering because I don't think anybody cares about the continuity of Halloween do they Josh at this point no okay I do like I guess I, I can understand doing it with X with X Men, sure. But like, is does anyone care about that continuity either? I mean, it, I, it at least makes sense to explain it because you got James McAvoy and Ian McKellen, and whatever. I don't know. I just it just it's confusing. But which which ones are they saying aren't canon anymore for Halloween? All all except the first one. Really? Yeah. It's fucked up. Is that okay by you, or are there parts of the Lori? There's like six timelines, like? so they can do whatever they want. Nah. Why do they have so many timelines? Because they've retconned and rebooted and rebranded like a million times. Hmm. Hmm. There's okay. a whole documentary. You should watch it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going no. to. Yeah, I know you're not going to. I watched that Coldplay doc, though, right, Cody? I can't wait for that. So psyched. Especially if it means they're going to stop making music. Come on. Don't be so cynical. They need to stop. They need to stop or they need to seriously reconsider what makes them banned. You didn't like Head Full of Dreams? Head Full of Dreams is fine, but well, the album before that was just shit. I like that album. They, they I don't like it. Too, it's too much of a downer for me. Yeah, because it was a breakup album. Yeah, that's fine, but that doesn't mean I have to suffer along with Chris Martin. <laughs> But, Cody, if you broke up with Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, from Goop, you'd probably feel pretty bad. I don't think I would. <laughs> I'd be like, wow, I really dodged a bullet this time. <laughs> cool, now I can eat chocolate again. Without She's being... crazy. I didn't <laughs> want to name my kid Apple. They made me. <laughs> She's the one. It's yeah, yeah, you got it. Name Apple. Oh, my God, fuck off. The conscious uncoupling. You broke up. Remember a couple of months later when she said he was like a brother to her? Oh, that hurts. That's gross. 
<laughs> so fun. I, I would love to get inside Gwyneth Paltrow's head for just like 15 minutes just to know what it's like. You'd go insane. Just complete and total paranoia all the time, everywhere, about everything. Uh, is she, has she done anything of note other than event, other than Marvel movies for the last, like, ten years, or is she just gooping? Shallow hell. Yeah? Greatest movie ever made. Interesting. Well, <laughs> let's dive into, or should I say, let's check into... <laughs> Alright, that was a good one. That was good. First man. Wait. Darn it. Bad times at the El Royale. But before we do that, a quick word from our sponsor. Goop. Goop. Why? (laughs) A little too quiet in here. It gives me the willies. You're just too good to be true. Sir? We have a problem. You watch me? I only watch who they tell me to watch. Who's they? Management. Did you think you could just take what's mine? I wouldn't come a hunt. No, I figured you would. And I'd be ready when you did. Are you lost, Father? Can I confess something to you? I'm not really a priest. game please actually pay us we'll do whatever <laughs> i will hawk whatever vegan bullshit food supposedly I'll item pretend, that you want me to I'll pretend I, the salad. I don't care i'll pretend i don't eat red meat on the reg i promise please i'm begging you bad times at the el royale question one josh yeah film movie content go <laughs> Yes. I'm going to put him down for movie, Cody. I think that's fair. Would you say it's a movie? I would. I'm going to go and say film. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Right. I don't think people, I don't think audiences like this movie very much because it is not very commercial. I don't, uh, commercial, maybe less so than conventional i guess uh we don't really see this kind of a movie very often and i feel like people like us who see a lot of them are you know critics or whatever who have a more established relationship i guess to this kind of movie maybe like a little bit more an audience is just like okay but why why does nobody like get shot a lot and bleed all over the place like they're expecting tarantino but they're not expecting like an Agatha Christie-ish Tarantino jumble up, and true. I don't. I think you have to have some kind of a. You have to have a few different points of reference to really get this movie. And I'm not saying that that's a good or a bad thing, uh, but it's definitely affecting the movie's bottom line a little bit, which I'm sure they had to know going in. But so I guess that's my initial thoughts. Josh, what about you? Uh, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was really fun. It's um, really just, it's just really entertaining. And I love the whole, I love the mystery behind it, even though it kind of goes away halfway through. Question though, uh, what mystery? Got him. Because even now, I still don't know what the mystery is. Just what's going on at the hotel. 
That's not a mystery, though. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it goes away. So it's not a mystery. And what's the question? I mean, which is why I said then it's still really fun and entertaining. But you interrupted me. But but, what's the mystery? Who cares? It's fun. I didn't even know what the mystery was before that of like the the, Cody. Give me your initial thoughts. I'll get into my stupid shit later. (laughs) I um I liked it. I liked it fine. Think I gave it three and a half on letterbox please sponsor us please sponsor us um i don't know it was just slow for me you know what i mean yeah the pacing was kind of off and i don't know why um like everybody was fine in it too but i don't know i just i just don't know I'm having mixed feelings about it now that I'm thinking about it more. Hmm, interesting. So now it's Josh and I's job to pull you to our side. One of you, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, other than the my spiel earlier, my initial thoughts are, I think, like I said earlier, it's trying to be Agatha Christie because the, you know, throwing in a bunch of weird characters in a weird locale and kind of seeing what happens is very you know, weird isolated locale I should you know I should add it's a very Agatha Christie thing to do it's got you know the first 30 minutes were very and then there were none uh, which I was very excited about and then it just kind of devolves into this crime thriller kind of thing and I get it I understand why they did that but I just it for me this movie lost pretty much all the steam in that it had by the time uh I don't I want to say John Hamm died. After that I was just like oh, okay it's it's this kind of a movie with the with the callbacks and the development you can kind of see coming a mile away and flashbacks and all that stuff. Where I, for the praise that it's gotten for being so different and you know against type it was a little bit too too type and familiar for my liking and i just think it's way 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 too long (laughs) there's just a lot of moments that if you were a better a more disciplined director i think you would have cut out and it just for me I, i can understand why people like it i just didn't think it was that entertaining and the the mystery of it dissipated so i was just left with Okay, this person's going to die, and this person's going to die, and oh, Chris Hemsworth dancing, this is cool, and then he dies, and it's just like, alright, well, it was fun while it lasted, I guess. There's a bunch of spoilers for you in case you didn't realize. Yeah, and I'll get, I have one big criticism not to get out of the way. It's a stupid one, much like my E.T. Cynthia Irvio. Who? The, the singer. Okay. She was good. But I um, I came very close to walking out of the theater when it was just her singing a cappella for like five minutes straight. And I hate that so much, no matter who does it. And it just really, it really pissed me off. I know. It's dumb, but it really, it, just, I don't know. It Did just you got really come skin. close to walking out of the theater? No, technically not, because I was in one of those nice recliners, so I was pretty so comfy. Was but, nice is a strong word. But... No, it was an AMC recliner. Oh, mine was a uh, Geneva movieplex. 
<laughs> not bad. That's pretty good. No, it's not. It's pretty good. I've never been, but AMC's. Yeah, you don't need to. It's where it's at. Um, let's, Cody, cast. Who stood out to you? Um, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he was great. I don't care what you say. No, I, I um, completely agree. He was by far the best part of the movie. Um, what was I that accent, though? American from an Australian man. No, but even then, it sounded weird. Why did it sound it's so It's because weird? you know he's English, or he speaks with a different accent in real life. No, 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 no. There was, like, was it, 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 it sounded southerny, but also had, like, a Texas twang to it? I don't know. It was weird. Um, I wish I could help you. I don't know. But I liked him. I liked Jeff Bridges was really good in it, too. Um, who there's no one I didn't like except for maybe who's that girl from Fifty Shades of Grey, Dakota Johnson? Is that her name? Yeah. Um, she was the closest I came to flat out disliking, but I think that was kind of the point. Yeah, I don't. I really liked her. I think she's outside of the Fifty Shades stuff. You know, speaking of Chris Martin, obviously, ho relationship. What are you talking about? She's dating Chris Martin. Oh, is she really? Yeah. That's a really average-looking couple. <laughs> Savage. They're both Absolutely. incredibly average. Chris Johnson's cute, and she's cute, and I think they're okay. Not particularly, but okay. Okay, okay. You believe whatever you want, little boy. Excuse me. Sorry. Don't speak to your elders like that. I'm older than you. Damn. Josh, what'd you think? Cast. Who'd you like? Who'd you hate? Uh, I I love the entire cast. Um, my favorite is Chris Hemsworth with Dakota Johnson as a close second. I loved her. Hmm. Um, I actually thought the her and her sister, just the characters, I would have liked to see like just a lot of focus on them. Um, but, you know, it's an ensemble. Um, but yeah, I liked all the characters and I liked all the cast. Everyone was great. But yeah, those are the two standouts for me. Um, also, Jeff Bridges. He was he was really good. Right. Yeah, I, I did feel like for being an ensemble, they surprisingly didn't let you spend a lot of time with anybody but Jeff Bridges and Cynthia Erivo. Erivo? Ervio. Ervio. Oh, no, I've never heard of her before today. Oh, the the I is before a, the V. She was in a TV show, I think. Okay. She was in something that everyone liked. I don't watch no, television. Something that I liked. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like I wanted to know the least. I, I wanted to know the most, I should say, about, like you said, Dakota Johnson and her sister, because it it starts off as, like, a kidnapping, pretty much. And we're, we don't, you know, we're not even meant to think that they're um, even related. We just think it's some random kidnapping. But then you find it's her sister that she saved from a cult, and it's like, oh, that's... You see, that was really that's cool, cool to me. I liked that story. But So then why do we need to hang out with jeff bridges to eat pie for 30 minutes or yeah to, i went to the bathroom during that scene yeah to, or to dig out money like i don't care about i've seen i've seen a million we got to get the money from x place kind of movies and i don't think i've i can't remember the last time i saw a i need to rescue my sister from a cult kind of kind of a movie like it, i just kind of i wish those two would sort of switch places because you know i guess it kind of is a leaving you wanting more situation but I was sort of desperate to get away from Jeff Bridges and 
I don't know. The characters that I started off the movie not liking, I ended up liking by the end, and then the reverse. I ended up not liking the characters I liked at the beginning. Like Dakota Johnson. Yeah, I didn't like or Actually, her, I was consistent the whole way through. But uh, her sister, I, remember, I don't know the actress's name. Um, I liked her at the beginning. I thought she was funny, and then she was pissing me off by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chris Hemsworth, I loved him in the beginning. I mean, he's great. The, he's great the whole time, but the character... I loved him at first, and then I hated him by the end, obviously. Um, hated him as a character or didn't like his characterization? Oh. Like, not, well. I don't know. I kind of, I hated hated him, like, as in, like, he's not a likable person. Like, he's a good. I got you. But you didn't hate how he was written or anything? No, 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 no. Okay. That that works. Um, Whereas I didn't really like um, Jeff Bridges and um, Cynthia Erbio's characters that much. I didn't think they were that interesting, and their story was kind of whatever. But by the end, I was, like, totally on board with them. Oh, my God. I completely forgot. The other actor I loved, um, what's the bellhop's name? Miles Miller. Miles, yeah. He, he was actually my he favorite was character. my favorite character and my favorite performance. I uh, don't I understand that. Please he explain why. I loved him. I thought he was fine. Like, he was, he's, I mean, God, this is going to sound so horrible. I think the best thing to ever happen for this kid was Anton Yelchin dying because he. Oh. <laughs> tell me he doesn't occupy the same kind of space and kind of energy that Anton well, Yelchin did. Well, he absolutely did. does. Yeah. He does. For his career, I'm just saying, I know, it's morbid, it's horrible, I know, but I'm just... That's a hard, hard yikes on my (laughs) part. My apologies. So does Jesse Eisenberg and Michael Sarah. Yeah, but Michael Sarah doesn't get the roles, Jesse Eisenberg does. And I'm saying that this, now, Lewis Pullman is going to be able to get the roles. His name? Hmm? Is that his name? Yeah, his real name. Yeah. I'm just saying. He was, in, I'm just, he, he was in another movie I saw this year, but he was he was getting that. But he was great. I thought he was great in this. Yeah, no, he, I think he was. He, I thought he was fine. He didn't get that much to do. It's, other it's than really what, just his it's really conclusion. Just, his conclusion yeah, was really, my favorite. Yeah, it's really just the, his his story and the end of the movie. Everything dealing with him, I thought was awesome. It was a good arc for him, and I thought he did. The actor did a good job with it. I don't. I just don't know why they didn't proceed with the whole heroin user thing at all like we see him use heroin and then it's just eh. like that, that's yeah, what annoyed me about all, this movie is that they just heroin. toss so much to the side that they they introduce that are legitimately intriguing things and they're just like yeah we're not we're not gonna do that anymore sorry that really that kind of annoyed me and then snowballed into thinking that this story and this plot is just an absolute mess and it's kind of it's a it's just a series of misdirections kind of like in a prestige sort of way but it also isn't anywhere near as clever as the prestige (laughs) whereas like with cabin in the woods i think we can all agree that was a pretty brilliant mashup of classic horror elements sci-fi i actually like like this more than cabin in the woods but i'm not not, hot take i'm not saying that one is better than the other but we i think we all saw how perfectly drew goddard blend those you know those three things in cabin in the woods in this movie it's like it's it felt a lot more chunk uh, clunky i guess from moving to mystery you know agatha christie mystery to you know kind of generic heist movie to tarantino third act bloodbath you know it, it, it just felt a little it, for me at least it just felt like those three things didn't blend into each other as much as cabin in the woods did and I, don't, it, I guess it just goes to show how difficult of a movie that 
that is to make and how quickly, at least for me, that it can go wrong because it just was a beat down towards the ending of me just not caring about almost anything that was going on. But to each their own, I guess. But what are some other likes for you guys? Cody? <clears throat> the music was good. I uh, had a good soundtrack. Uh, what else was good? It was shot well. I don't know. I'm running out of things to say. <laughs> I hi- I would highly recommend everyone and anyone. Uh, Collider put up a an interview with Christopher McQuarrie for Mission Impossible Fallout. I think it was on the Blu-ray or something like that. And he talked a lot about, um, you know, to what he's learned from directing and wanted to pass it on. And one of the things he did in Mission Impossible that was great was um, he always made sure to give the audience a sense of space and shooting a room from different angles so we can, like, even when we're not seeing one side of the room or, you know, outside or something like that, just based on what we've, the information, the visual information that we've we've gathered, we can still kind of construct where things are in relativity to each other in a location and thinking about that, reading that and then going to see the movie kind of made me more aware of that. And I don't think this movie did a particularly good job of setting up where and when certain things were happening, but I disagree with you on the when part of that, but definitely the geography of this hotel made no sense to me. Yeah. We see the map from a distance and it's supposed to be, you know, was it Cal- Nevada on the right and then California on the left mm-hmm. or something like that? But, like, they don't really play with that at all. It's just, it's it's kind of a quirk of the movie. It's not like, I don't know. It's not like there's a, a real difference that this is the El Royale and not just a hotel somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. You just, it could be the... <laughs> The best Western, Cortland, New York. It would make well, no stop. difference. Don't, 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 don't give them any fucking... <laughs> it would make no difference. I don't. It, I just thought, like, coming into it, I was like, oh, bad times the overall. Half's California, half's Nevada. That's going to be cool. Something's going to happen. And, and they make a joke out of it happen. in the first scene. And then it's just, it's just done. That's it. Nothing. Sorry. And a bit of a missed opportunity, I think. And also, the, at the towards the end, when... Chris Hemsworth is is there, and he sends his boys out to, you know, check. Why didn't the they hear the gunshots? Well, you know, half the fun of a Quentin Tarantino third act bloodbath is the Quentin Tarantino third act bloodbath, and this was like the bellhop went bananas on everybody, and then it was over. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool, but I don't know. That's I feel like you missed something there missed a very fun part of a crime thriller or a crime movie that you could do some cool stuff with, but okay, I guess we're just going to end it like this. That's fine. I don't know. Josh, other likes and or dislikes. I don't know. I just, I really liked the way the story played out. I liked that it was, a, a I guess a crime thriller sort of, or maybe just a thriller, but I thought it was just really well done. I thought it was, pretty unpredictable i liked seeing where all these different stories went and how they came like cross paths and came together and um and no not everything really has a payoff but i 
just it was a lot of intrigue and I like that kind of stuff and all the characters I most of the characters I really ended up being engaged with and liking them and following them for the movie so I thought it was great did I did anything come of that film canister because they made it seem like it was a big deal they I, just, did, I didn't it. understand well, they burnt it at the end no no, no I, I know they burnt it but like why they never they never explained who it was but why is it important that they burned it because it shows that they're good people, I guess. I yeah. don't know. It was just like they're they not didn't want to exploit it for gain. Uh, they should have. So I so like who? Why am I why am I supposed to care? Because it was obviously either it was one of the Kennedys, right? Probably uh, RFK. Probably Rob, no, probably Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. So like who who cares? Like what does that have to do with the movie? What's that have to do with the El Royale? Like the whole bit is that. The hotel, they lure these famous people and then record them. Okay, cool. What does that have to do with Jeff Bridges being a uh, a bank robber on the run or Dakota Johnson running from uh, from from the cult or Jeff Bridges having dementia or Cynthia Erivo being a singer? Like, it's just it, it it's just thrown in there and it's. It felt like it was supposed to be important. I just don't understand why it was supposed to be important. We spent five seconds talking about it, and then he mentioned, oh, this is worth way more money. Then they burn it, as if that's supposed to be some kind of, oh, wow. I think it's more just like a part, like a a storytelling device for for Miles' character. But... But what's, the, one. but what's the point what what's the point like what is what does that that serve he, the movie? he when he's like that whole thing about he's not a good person he's done terrible things me too yeah, but didn't he kill a bunch of people in the war isn't that the whole wasn't that supposed to be yeah. the terrible things or is recording the people Vietnam, the terrible whole thing? behind it was that that was the one one of the good things that he did to show that he's not a terrible person but in his mind but he didn't burn it but he didn't give it he didn't send it to who he was supposed to send it to but he didn't burn it like if if it was him that threw it into the fire is his the last thing he did then sure cool that that would work for me but he didn't even burn it he just died yeah. and then somebody else burned it yeah but he who cares didn't, he didn't send it to who it was supposed to be sent to okay for to keep them protected okay I Josh please don't yell at me please do not yell at me yell at him in Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> There is like even though it's like a it's like a three act and it's a pretty distinct this time this time this time th- th- things like you know whether it be Lisa's uh, relationship to her parents whether it be with Steve not acknowledging her and her living with her mother or at the very end when you know uh, Michael Stuhlbarg's character designates her as her substitute father like there is. There's a through line. There's a beginning and a middle and an ending to this story, and it ties directly just to one person or two people in their relationship. And this, what does it tie into? It ties into the surveillance? It ties into Jeff Bridges getting a moment of retribution? Or is it the bellhop's retribution that he doesn't get or doesn't choose to get? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, where's the, where's I, I know the, what you're saying. I where's just the don't, through line? don't care. It doesn't bother me. But where's the through line? I'm talking like from a scripting perspective. It's about the character. It's not with the story. So then, why is it such a big part of the story? It's not. But it is. It's like the last thing. It's the second last thing we see. Your whole argument that it's introduced and then just kind of done away with. 
yeah, that's is that good? Is that a good screenwriting trope? It's is, for the character. I don't. I told. I just said it's a. It's a tool for the character. Develop the character to establish the character. Yeah, but okay, we we established that. Okay, but here's the thing: we established that a the bellhop has been instructed by people to record stuff. B, you know, B or part two is that the bellhop has this really scandalous recording, but won't send it to anybody because the person was nice to him. So, what's the third thing? Where does it? What's the last interaction that he has with the tape? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so that's that's. I'm not. Why. I'm like you. You are you trying to like make me change my mind? No, like, I'm trying I'm to understand not, why it's like why, why it doesn't bother me that it, when it bothers you. Like I don't because why it's important because I don't care about it as much. I just like I didn't mind it. But are you looking at the movie from like quality or is it just? I'm looking at it as I enjoyed it and I liked the character and I got what it was going for, even if it didn't do it perfectly. So was that a good? So was it a good thing or is it a bad thing? It's, an, it's neither a good or a bad thing. But we're talking about likes and dislikes. I'm the big one. Oh. Okay, well that's something you disliked and something I don't really give two shits about and Cody, just kind of accepted. What did you think? I wasn't paying attention of the tape. Good man. Uh, the tape. I mean, I wasn't paying attention to your conversation. Thank you. Um, it was going on and on, and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what did I think of the tape? Yeah, the RFK. I, I completely understand where you're coming from, Mason. They should have done something more with it. Because you, as it stands, it's kind of just a loose thread that doesn't matter. Kind of like the cult is, too. Well, the cult was funny because cults are funny. No, yeah, of course. Cults are hysterical no matter what. I kind of want to join one. Hmm. Me too. Are there any fun cults? <laughs> or is cult just implicit that it's not good? It's not fun? I don't know. I guess you could be a cult to happiness. It's a kind of a cult. A cult to personality. Uh, the leader was born on the top of a mountain, and the sky's open and the birds sang, right? Exactly. Uh, side recommend is, is North Korean propaganda. It's so great. Um, but yeah, the... I guess the between the tape and the the cult and the uh, you know, John Ham kind of was weird. I don't, I, I wanted John Ham to live, that and I don't know why they me. killed him so quickly. Because I feel like he I, yeah. had a, he had a place in the rest of the story. And I was waiting for him to be like, you know, we he dies and then we don't see him for thirty minutes and then he like is wearing a flak jacket underneath or something like that. And then he comes back and he saves the day or makes things a million times worse or something like that. And then he, but he, they just killed him. He just died. Like that was sad. Well, that was to establish that anything could happen. No one is safe. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Any other likes or dislikes from you guys? Not that I can think of. Mm. All right, Cody. Final thoughts in a grade. It was fun. It was fine. I enjoyed it. It was too long. It could have been half an hour shorter easily. Um, yeah, it was good. I'll give it a seven. Interesting. Final thoughts for me are, uh, like I've said, I don't really like it. I think the script is kind of rough, and you know, as we've talked about it, 
there's many things that just don't make any sense or have any sort of payoff. And it's way too long, and it just it isn't as tight overall as Cabin in the Woods is. And then, you know, with, like I said earlier, with a movie like that, you're walking a really small tightrope, and once you fall off, I just feel like, you know, it, the movie kind of just all goes to hell. And that happened about hour 15, hour 30 into this. And then the next 15 minutes, we're just trying to, wishing I could go back and steal the script and give it to, I don't know, Aaron Sorkin, I guess, and <laughs> let him fix it. But uh, kind of a disappointing one for me. I'll drop it a four and a half, I guess. It was fine. Josh, where are you? Final thoughts? No, I loved it. Thought it was great. Um, one of my personal favorite movies I've seen all year, and I would like to watch it again. Loved it. Fun fact, though, about this movie, Mandy is better. <laughs> so I guess we have that, too to go off of all right that is the bad times at the el royale let's say we check in wait first man time let's do it (laughs) only after we master these tasks do we consider trying to land on the moon neil if this flight is successful you'll go down in history What kind of thoughts do you have about that? We're planning on the flight being successful. Damn, that is a big mother. It'll go up like a half kiloton A-bomb if it blows. The vehicle's not safe. We need to fail down here so we don't fail up there. This isn't just another trip, Neil. You're not just going to work. Do you think you're coming back? There are risks, but we have every intention of coming back. Somebody got a Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife? Are you kidding me? Here we go. So other than the fact that this didn't happen, any major negatives? <laughs> Josh. Yeah, they should have put the... Uh, Kubrick scene in when he was filming it. Honestly. You're not really telling the whole story. Not even telling half the story, really. Because the moon doesn't exist, as we all know. That is true. And I'm a teacher, so... The moon does not exist. Patent pending. Um, So, first man, initial thoughts, Cody. Go for it. Be good. Be, be good. Very much a social studies movie. Very much going to have a place in my classroom. Um, when I talk about the moon landing and I don't want to teach. So <laughs> it was good. It's this year's hidden figures. Um, I bet people are going to complain about how white the cast is, but I was really impressed about how they took the story that basically everybody knows and made it super interesting. And Damien Chazelle did a really great job. I liked it. Now, Josh, have you seen Hidden Figures? No. Okay. Cody, then, w- tell me, does how much of an overlap is there between what you see in Hidden Figures and what you see in First Man, like, percentage-wise? Just give me an idea. Can you be more specific? Do you mean... Like, 
information that you get or the trials and tribulations that the team goes through to get to the moon or stuff Can like that? Can I tell that? you a secret? I don't really remember much of Hidden Figures. Okay. I don't – was that about the moon <laughs> I thought it was, wasn't it? Um, it's about something to do with the mission. I don't know. <laughs> Let me look really okay. quickly. <laughs> um, well. well, there was a lot of math going on, so there's at least 25% right there. Okay. Um, oh, no. Come on, guys. This is about John Glenn. This has nothing to do. I didn't know that. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. No, Hidden Figures is about the first orbit, not um, first man on the moon. Oh. So probably about a 25% overlap because of all the math. So it's a prequel. Yes. Okay. The MLCU, Moon Landing Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So it's part one is going to be Hidden Figures. Part two is First Man, and part three is Apollo 13. Got it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the last one is Apollo 18. <laughs> <laughs> Can part five be Interstellar? Yes. Yes. The best part, I think. Better movie, First Man or Interstellar? Go. First man. Interstellar. Interstellar. Two-thirds majority. Josh. Southcock. Uh, initial thoughts, then, for you, Cody. Any others? I said how much I liked it. Um, from what I can tell, it was pretty historically accurate. It added a really cool dimension. Not a cool dimension. Let me go. i got to rephrase that real quickly. Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't know about Neil Armstrong's personal life leading up to the moon landing. Right. So that was a very interesting thing to see as far as uh, why he might not have gone to the moon. Because mm. all but, those guys died, right? And his daughter made him go insane, too. Yikes. Like, in real life? Like, actually insane? Or just the... No, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, that put a toll on him. I thought it was interesting. Right. A thing you don't you don't think about when we talk about Neil Armstrong is his life before he got to the moon. Right. Josh, initial thoughts on first man. Uh, I thought it was great. That was, uh, I really, really, really liked it. Um, but the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Gosling. I thought was awesome. Claire Foy, who everyone keeps talking about and I've never seen in anything. I thought was really, really awesome. Um, she's and, having a weird year. She got unsane yeah, earlier in the crown <laughs> Uh, I highly check, recommend checking out Unsane just for the filmmaking aspect. That bad. It was difficult to watch because it's just... Didn't they make it on an iPhone? Yeah. yeah. It's literally the scariest movie I've, I've probably ever seen just based on how possible it is and plausible that something like what happens in that can actually happen. It's just horrifying to think that it's even remotely possible, but whatever. And then First Man, and then she's got the... Not a dragon booted dragon tattoo. Is this yeah, a like, reboot or a sequel? It's a, it's a sequel. It's a sequel boot. Oh, I don't like that because there's literally nobody. I think Fincher might be producing or executive producer something like that. But I it's, mean, it's it's the sequel. It just has a new cast and a new director and a new producer. So it's a reboot yeah. quill. I mean, it's we need it. Like, Why isn't reboot quill a part of the like the lexicon? It's too, too many syllables because that's such a niche. Fucking it's three syllables. That, that very rarely happens. I, mean, that's what, I think it happens quite a bit. Reboot quills are pretty common, Cody. When? Name one other. Uh, Halloween. They had like eight reboot quills, right? Three. Three. 
There's that three right there. That Alien, doesn't count. Alien vs. Predator's reboot quill. No, it's not. It's a bit of bit of a reboot quill. That's just a pure prequel. Uh, let's see. To Alien, and then it's the sequel to Predator. Force sure, Awakens is low key. I'm sure DC has a couple reboot quills in its future at some point. No, Batman Begins. No, <laughs> that's not a reboot quill. That's just a straight up reboot. No, uh, the Bond series reboot quills all the time. <laughs> Every time they get a new Bond, reboot quills a thing. I I want to listen. I'm not going just, to join just, your campaign. It also just sounds one. stupid. So. I know, but so. <laughs> Reboot call. So 2K18. Alexa. 2K18. <laughs> Don't talk to Alexa. Don't bring her into this. <laughs> ask her Ask her what she thinks. Is it, a, is it a good name? I don't have an Alexa. I was just making a joke. No. Reboot call 2K18. Um, I'm, not, I'm not jumping on that hashtag. I hate you both. I really do. Always stomping on my great ideas. <laughs> Fake news. You haters. Ah. Uh, Josh, uh, any more initial thoughts? Uh, the space, like the launch and like flight sequences are some of the best I have ever seen. Mm. Yeah. They are really, uh, outside of the, the, the shaky cam, it gets a little overdone, but other than that, it's it's pretty much perfect. I thought it was, they were great. Right. Um, as for moi... Uh, I was a little let down by it, I guess, just because I was thinking it was going to be top 10 contender and it's more like possible honorable mention, depending on how the next few months goes. There just felt like a lack of a spark in this movie. Like, like obviously, La La Land, whether you like it or are wrong, it's, you know, got it's very it's a very sparky kind of movie. Like, it, you know, it's a musical, people are dancing, it's fun singing, all that stuff. You know, <coughs> playing Flock of Seagulls, it's very energetic and peppy. And Whiplash, <laughs> it's less of a spark and more like a cattle prod of just every ten minutes of just pure rage and agony and horror that's being thrown in there. And this, it sort of just meandered. At least it felt like it meandered for quite a bit, and then it jumps ten years ahead and... Then we're in, on the moon. It, it, there was just something that felt kind of off about it. Um, that maybe is an, e- an editing thing, or maybe it's a screenwriting thing. But it, the the whole experience just didn't feel as tight as it maybe should have been. But continuing the theme of you know one of the themes of this year for me at least is ending strong. Whereas a lot of movies don't really end very well. Dark Knight's even one of them. The like probably the least fun action scene is the one at the very end between this and mission impossible and some others I'm probably forgetting the ending is insanely good. And it's the best part of the movie. Cause this, I mean, wow. The, the ending of this movie is just so good and so beautiful and so touching. And overall, I think it was, I think it's really good. I think it's my least favorite, uh, Chazelle, but this is probably in most careers this would be the best of a person's filmography so it just kind of goes to show how good he is at what he does and how many great movies he's left to make so uh likes and dislikes i want to shout out my biggest like and that is the music yeah music was good what did you what an uh, such an unconventional like space soundtrack how would you guys describe this 
sixties. Uh, I don't know. Jazzy. A little jazzy. Yeah. No, that like harp, a harp. Shout out to harps, man. The harp Renaissance in this movie. We got legitimately harp leading, uh, leading a soundtrack for some of it. That's nuts. Cause it's a harp guys. It's a fucking harp. It's those big things. It's the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, yeah. Any what? Any more thoughts on the score? Yeah, your name. It was just. Perfect. I love the score. It's probably my second favorite score of the year behind uh, Mission Impossible. Oof. Yeah. Those are. If one, if those two don't get nominated, I'm going to be. M- Mission Impossible will not be nominated. I can tell you that right now. I, what's the What's the competition? I mean, now that. <laughs> Now that it's you hand- gonna, it's going to be five random movies that no one's ever heard of with one like Hans Zimmer movie that hasn't happened yet. I feel like best original score didn't Star Wars. Uh, actually, I think Star Wars does. It, there's usually one popular movie, big movie every year. If I had to guess, that one would go to Black Panther. Black Panther's score wasn't anything special. Are you kidding me? That's one of the best scores oh, of the yeah. Marvel. That's not saying much. One of the best scores of the year, too. It's okay. Mm. Great. Last year, best original score. No, not last year. This was two years ago. All right. Last year, best original score nominated was Shape of Water, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Jedi, Three Billboards. I feel like that's a pretty good good mix. You got some Zimmer. Desplat is a superstar. Some Star Wars. And then Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. That's pretty good. That had no... It was a great score. It didn't have a good score. What was the score? I don't remember anything from that. It was very twangy and, like, acoustic guitar. It was good. Don't sleep on this Three Billboard soundtrack. Sure. I'm going to. It's a great film. Sure. I don't know. I can't think of too many others that would be contenders this year. Like, Vice isn't going to have, like, a great score. Probably it's going to have a good score. But what do I know? I'm just a stupid boy. Yes. Star Wars Born isn't even eligible for a score, so there you go. It Did it have any music other no. than what was sung? Yeah, yeah it, had, it had some. Like a score or just music? There, I mean, every movie has a score. I don't think so. Not Born every is. movie. Like it had strings and... It's not like times. a full-on like album worthy of a score, but there's like a, there was a composer hired to fill in pieces where there needed to be music i'm just seeing I'm the soundtrack wait hold on just go to the imdb and see who the composer was it's just it's a soundtrack sad this is so sad honestly i think you got him uh oh venom score probably will be a big player <laughs> now that we think about it i mean if when Knock Knock Let the Devil In wins Best Original Song, I'm just going to be dabbing all over the place. Knock Knock Cody. Knock Knock Let the Devil <clears throat> Almost Sorry. got it. You almost got it. You were close. You are really close. Uh, I got to say, Ryan Gosling let me down a little bit. But I don't blame him. I blame no, Chazelle. I blame, I, na- I blame fucking Neil Armstrong for being <laughs> so boring. <laughs> All the time. Yes. Rest in peace. I think he was fine. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer. I wish he was alive to see this movie come out. Yeah. 
Isn't it weird though that this movie was is being released on the 49th anniversary of the Apollo mission? <laughs> How annoying is that? You couldn't oh, make it to I fifty. No, that that hurts me. Come on, Damien, you could have waited a year. Delay for a year. That's all. Just you make need. a short film or something. Do a music video. Do a spike. Or put it Lee. in two parts. Don't. First so man part one. Was... Oh no, <laughs> that's unnecessary. Probably, um, but Gosling. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not sure who to pin this on because it's not like really it's pin worthy, and it, you are playing a real person. So if the real Neil Armstrong was kind of subdued and didn't show emotion then that's kind of how you got to play him but parts of this just felt painful to get through of him not showing any emotion and looking like he was dead in the eyes every now and again like it it worked for i'm just pretty sure that's how he is in real life no but he was a nice guy and he's been on he goes not not ryan gosling i'm pretty sure that's how um oh you know armstrong i mean you grew up in the what the 40s so yeah it's true People were like that. People didn't show emotion. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, but I don't know. I just I wasn't as taken aback by his performance as I as I thought I would be. And this is something like acting style like this. I guess works for Blade Runner, but it doesn't really work so much for First Man. And you know, I don't know. Maybe it'd be. Maybe cool if he and Bradley Cooper switched places or something like that. <laughs> and Gosling got to be in a Star Is Born. Cooper oh got to be. Oh my god! I don't even know how that would. Gosling can. He's a musician. He knows how to. He knows how to do. Yeah, stuff. he is. I just. Hmm. Just it's a what if scenario. I don't know what his singing. Oh, I do know what his singing voice sounds like. Shit. <laughs> do you know what his country singing voice is? He doesn't have to be a country singer. But don't you want it? No, not even a little bit. Is the oh. jury out that that was country? It's country rock. You get fucked, Mason, you idiot. Told you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, other likes or dislikes from you, Code Red? <clears throat> Want to try that again? Other likes or dislikes for you, Code? Fuck, <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, what did we say? The music was good. I loved the way it was shot. Especially during um, the moon landing sequence, the moon scene is yeah the best. When, when the when the camera pans out of the uh, lander, and that just smooth transition onto the moon, total silence. It's so good. The sound design in the whole movie, I thought, was excellent. This is gonna win a shitload of technical Oscars. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean. Mamma Mia's obviously got sound mixing in the bag, but sound editing, I think this has a good shot. It's like, how could you not give it to Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Easy. It's pretty easy, yeah. Um, gotta say, interesting use of Buzz Aldrin. He wasn't in it as much as I thought he would be. I know, he was the second man. It wasn't the Buzz Aldrin movie, though. But he still he, played he, a big he role. Was, he was introduced, and then he shows up again like an hour and a half later. And he's a total dick. Yeah. <laughs> he's an enormous dick. I'm yeah. just saying Buzz, what you're thinking. Like, Buzz is alive. <laughs> he's alive, guys. Well, we'll is see how any, he... Is there an interview with him at all? Like, his portrayal? Or... Sure hope not. I don't want to read that. Be like, I hope, oh, I hope, is it me at all? Or, oh, yeah, I was I kind of a they dick. Stick him in, I hope they stick him in a room with uh, Corey Stahl. <laughs> And make him answer. Buzz Aldrin just... <laughs> he just house of cards him. 
and locks him in a car and turns it on closes the garage door. That's funny part about that, everybody, is that's how his character dies in House of Cards. Yes. Which is a good show. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. not anymore. Hey. Is it though? Are we not allowed to like that now? I didn't like it to... I liked it for the first two seasons, and then it just got to be... Oh, God. I just it's so real, it's so unrealistic that a president could get away with crimes in broad daylight. You know? Oof. Biting social commentary from It's more of a nibble, let's be honest here. New York City's own Mason Merritt. Beta cock liberal boy. Definitely not used to that on this podcast. Definitely not. Abolish ice. Um oh, also speaking of that, to answer your question from last week, the answer is nine on a scale of one to ten. I'm sorry? I don't remember. You asked Cody what you are on a scale of one to ten. Oh yeah, I agree. I think I'm closer to ten. No, oh, about you being a centrist or what? No, on like the political scale. Oh yeah, what did I say? You, you said, said six, six and which I lost my shit at. I was vehemently offended. I, there's no way. My head is way You're too far. Not my ass going to be a six. Listen, Mason, I'm, and I'm not urging you to go do this, even though yes. you should. It's protected in the Constitution. You don't go out and protest. Yes, don't. I do. When was the last time you went on to a protest? Uh, da, 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 da. I think. What was the, I was when was I here? I was here for the women's march, I think, and then I was at the January nineteenth, nineteenth, twenty seventeen, pre inauguration rally. Hmm. Sounds like know. bullshit to me. I'm, and I'm um, canvassing on Staten Island in a couple weeks for uh, we'll Lee I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Mason. Yeah. Out of all of us here, you're high key least likely the one to vote for our Democrat. What? Vote Democrat? What? Is that a joke? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can get through it, though. It was too funny. Speaking of politics, though, can we not talk about the fucking flag for once? I'm done talking about our stupid flag. It is just I didn't the most know that boring. that was a controversy. It is. And it probably knocked this movie off a I couple million, if we're being I honest. I wanted to see it in real life. Like, I've seen it in I real life. I've seen I don't, the I don't think, movie Ryan, movie. I don't think their comments about the flag helped it a lot either. Well, what did they say? No, their comments were fine. It's just we're all a bunch of dumb fucks who can't see any nuance and just want to glorify the flag and pump up America's ego way more Wait, than it needs to be. You, there are you were not none of us were there like we there are people out there that like it was a big i don't think you realize it was a big deal for this country i know it it was like a big it, deal. It, it was a big deal for like the world but it was a big deal for this country yeah. okay I understand that like but people, i don't give a it, shit people, you have to you, know, you might not but other people did you got to respect that you I know, but the, okay but sure. the people who are who were there and are like hey why aren't you showing the flag are not the ones yeah. who are upset about not showing the flag it's the Republican dipshits of the world who get offended at every time people criticize America and then they go on to criticize America. So it doesn't make much sense there. But I think when you're 50 years removed from something, if you're 10 years removed, that's different. If you're 20 years removed, that's different. But we're 50 or 49, technically 49 years from it. It was a human accomplishment. It was it was it was it was humans. It was was not also an American accomplishment. Yes, but it was mostly a human one because that's what we all are, is human. And that was not a one country leaving the earth and going to the moon. It was an entire globe of people, some of which happened to be in America, that went to the moon. Yeah, maybe if you're looking at it now. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying we're looking at it from a long lens. And that's what you do with with 
movies like this and movies that look deep into the past. Like it wasn't like if you know, look at Lincoln. It wasn't the Democrat or it wasn't the I guess technically they were Republicans at that point, but it wasn't the Republicans who, you know, pulled us out of the Civil War and um you know into Reconstruction and got us from out of slavery and stuff. It was America. It was that it was the spirit of this particular kind of people. And but it was also a global thing because we were brand new and we were just we had just fought a war to get independence. Now we're fighting war against each other for independence in our own country. And that's kind of the example that the rest of the world followed a lot. Like that was the example that the world followed after the moon landing. And I'm just I don't know. I'm just so sick of being I'm sick of the nationalistic bullshit when getting to the moon was not it wasn't limited to us. It was limited to nothing. It was the world. We just happened to be fighting the race in the Soviets to do it. But if the Soviets did it and they beat us to the moon, I'd be just as psyched. I don't know. But like you said, Josh, very good point of I wasn't there. But there are also you also have to consider that the people who weren't there are just the ones bitching about it. And it's just such a stupid oh, argument. I don't know. I'd be really bummed if the Soviets made it to the moon first. I'm not going to lie. I know, like, obviously, assuming they didn't go on to, like, use that momentum and take over the world and stuff, and we were still in a similar, like, I don't know, side eye with them, I guess, then I'd be cool with that. Like, wait, go go us. We went from, we learned how to fly, and then we were on the moon in less than 50 years. It's awesome. But, and you do see the flag on the moon, and they do wear enormous flags on the side of their spacesuits, and they are from, you know... America. So it's not like the point gets lost of what country are they from again? I can't tell. It's like no, they're American. Everything is America. You see flags all over the place. So what about the flag? And plus getting it if we want to spoil the ending, I think stopping down to put a flag to put the flag in was what kind of slowed down the ending because that ending destroyed me. <laughs> how did you how did you guys feel about it? Which part of the ending destroyed you? The bracelet the bracelet, yeah, the bracelet was good. I wish the movie ended at that part. Yes, same. Um, it got just long. Yeah, you know what I mean. That and then just to end it with him and Claire Force, Claire Foy staring at each other is kind of weird. They're both so white, it's, it hurts. <laughs> oh my god, They're the most pasty skinned people on the entire planet in a but. bright white room. Exactly. But Josh, what did you think about the bracelet? And do you have any uh, I more? love that scene. I, I'm just to be clear. I know nothing about the whole near, like the moon landing story other than Neil Armstrong went to the moon. Um, yeah. but yeah, I knew nothing about Neil Armstrong. I didn't know about his daughter. Didn't know about any of that stuff. Apparently um, the, is, is that, is the, that true that what he did with the bracelet? Like, I don't actually, know. Probably I, not, but I, maybe I, it's kind of a, it's a mystery. It doesn't seem that far fetched. So I don't, I mean, no, I, I, I don't not, think but. so either. But I don't think you put it in the movie without not knowing that it most likely happened. You know, yeah. yeah. Like there's there's uh, making stuff up like composite characters it, and because that is a timeline. That, that is a you know a bracelet that's set up and then paid off at the end. So it's it's more it is a narrative thing. It's not like just something yeah. they threw in from the real life. But yeah, the, the, the scene was really well done. Um, it made the way it was shot made it look like it like did did it float away into space or did he throw it on the moon? It went. It landed on the moon. Okay, because it just kind of floated into nowhere, and I thought it like went up into like gravity. And I was. Really I think confused. the gravity of the moon would keep it there. It would. Yeah. It would just kind of float around for a while, not right. actually go yeah. out into. 
Um, Deep space. But yeah, I when it ended, first of all, I thought this movie was like twenty minutes too long. It's yeah. really really long. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you really could cut, but the when it got to the ending, I was kind of like, I didn't really. I thought it was just going to keep going when it. So I was kind of caught off guard when it just cut to black and they were staring at each other. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay, this is the end. But, I feel like you could probably cut a little bit of his home life because, like, there's a few yeah. sequences of his kids being assholes and Claire Foy yelling at them. That's like, okay, oh, oh, yeah, okay. She's a home, stay at home mom. Got it. Yeah, I think it's still really a stay home mom. She's just to show what she's going dealing with right now. Yeah, I I, I understand that because you know they, they it is. Like I said, I don't really know what you could cut out of this movie without losing some of its like emotional impact. But I think there's a there's a few spots. There's something. Okay, so a hard yikes on this whole movie. Um, According to the Washington Post, they there's no evidence of that bracelet even existing. But then, but why is it in the movie? For the emotional climax or emotional. I know, uh, but that w- I feel like that would be a lot much bigger deal than a, a flag if he just made something up completely about his daughter. Well, and they did. I don't think he did. He did. It says it right here. The book that it's based on says nothing about that. I mean, has Neil Armstrong said anything? He's dead. Like, oh, right. So, no. Unless Damien Chazelle did some witchcraft seance yes uh da, 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 da. buzz he said anything he's still kicking play armstrong tosses the bracelet in the depths of the dark craters tears stream down his face stirring farewell blah 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 blah. there's no evidence that it ever happened historians say it's likely that another example of hollywood injecting a bit of dramatic fiction uh god donald Which trump there's nothing wrong with There was quote, no kneeling. I saw that. God, That's quote, he's dumb. the man that played the flag in the face of the moon, Trump said. There was no kneeling. God, just die already. He's the worst. He is the worst. Uh, I didn't bring anything else for myself. Hanson quotes Armstrong is saying. The scene was created for the movie. There was no specific evidence that Neil left any memorial items on the moon. Hmm. I don't know. I need to hear from Damien Chazelle. We're going to do some, some Googling well, on that. Why don't you believe it? You don't believe plenty of things. I, don't, I just... I, yeah, it, those, I have reasons. That's just conspiracy. You're just asking questions. <laughs> yes, Josh. I am way too deep in conspiracy. <laughs> no. Um, funny, thing, funny thing coming from a... From a the plane was shot 9/11 down. 9-11 truther. This is horrible. You ever wish you didn't tell us that, Josh? I'm just going to commit to that now because yeah. I'm just in it. Yeah, do it. Go crazy. I don't uh, I don't think Shazal would have included that without hearing something from someone who was either there, maybe Buzz Aldrin set told him, or like he saw it, or had intimate knowledge of it. Because it doesn't, it just seems like fudging the record a little bit too much. That's like at the end of Lincoln, to use that again, I guess, <laughs> Lincoln actually killed himself or didn't get actually shot by John Wilkes Booth. I don't, like I don't, that's, thing. that's not at all the same. Fine, Those are... fine then I'll pick another one. Uh, it's like at the end of, 
Uh, what are some based on true story? It's like at it's the not, end of Steve Jobs, be like, <laughs> it's not changing anything. Like it's just it does. I think a, it ch- it's it, just it, adding something for like this, the the visual representation of the story. Like it's all it's all it's but doing. It, it changes it changes the public record. Uh, it changes the, what we understand about what happened on the moon landing with the moon yeah. landing. I don't, it, I just, this it, is why we have history books and don't use movies as basis to use, learn history. You want to try that again, Josh? Because some of us definitely do. Okay, well, those people are stupid. So that's how I taught my some of my kids. Okay, you don't. Te- you can. You need to separate fact from fiction. Um, yes, this coming from the truther. Got it. Oof. Oof. <laughs> not, can I can I come in one day as a guest speaker and talk about nine eleven? Absolutely not. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say to them on nine eleven. Don't do that again. We're not gonna do that again. That was not fun. I'm gonna show them all the YouTube videos and prove them why I'm right. Gotta say. Alex Jones would be proud. Um <laughs> I bet he doesn't believe in the moon landing. Probably not. Uh, let's see. So we've touched on the stupid flag stuff. Chazelle, Goat, his third best film behind Whiplash and La La Land. And, yeah, any other likes or dislikes? Um, I got nothing specific. Did I already mention Claire Foy? Because yeah, I, I, I really loved her in this. I did feel like they may have forced that her element into the movie to, like, give her a reason to be, like, important, Which, no. I guess. I don't know. That, like I said earlier, that was probably the fat that I could probably trim. But then if you cut it out, you're just saying that you're kind of in, sort of implying that he did it by his own. When, in fact, he did have somebody, he had a, a wife who was holding down the home life while he went off and worked sp- 20 hour days to be an astronaut and who made all these sacrifices for him. And I get that, but it does make the movie a worse made movie a little bit. Um, but I don't know if cutting a bunch of stuff out would turn this to a four and a half for me or to a higher grade for me personally, but it might've helped a little bit, but whatever need more Kyle Chandler though. He's always awesome in everything. Yeah, like, he and Kieran Hines were both randomly in this for five seconds, and they were gone. Like, Who are these people? I don't know. Uh, Kyle Chandler is the dad from Super 8. Or more importantly, the Who FBI agent from Wolf of Wall Street. Who was he in this movie? He was a NASA guy with a tight haircut. That's like everybody. In the I know. The guy from uh, that football thing. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that. Why... I don't know. You've known me for a long time now. Cody, he's the guy from the commercials for that sporting Send event. Send me a fucking picture of him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You could just Google him. Oh. All right. Well, how good is Wolf of Wall Street, though? Pretty good. Very good. It's good until about two-thirds of the way through. And then it gets great. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Got him. You must, I just started typing in Kyle of Wall Street, so you messed me up. Yes. I just sent a gif. He's so handsome. He's exactly what you would expect a NASA guy to look like. Just charming all American boy. You know. Jason Clark also. also. I see, yeah, I also like uh, Interesting. Jason Clark. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the best part of War for the Planet of the Apes. 
And by oh, no, best, I mean the Clark. only good Jason part. Clark was fine in that movie. <laughs> what was that? What was that, that noise? That was my laugh. The bad I laugh. That, I thought that was supposed to be an ape impression. <laughs> That's my laugh. Okay. Ha ha. I don't like either. Ho ha he who. Well, ha, you never ha. liked me, Dad. <gasps> yeah. Got him. Got him. 100% got him. Uh, final thoughts on the first man. Good. Good. V, v good. Top v 10 good. contender? No. Uh, as of right now, it's not in my top 10, so. Oscars contender? Yes. Oh, probably. It will. Other than technical, do you, what chances do you think it has? Uh, Claire Foy. Mm. And maybe adapted screenplay? I don't know. Just a random one coming to mind. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. Maybe editing. Yeah. Well, I'm still rooting for searching, but that's probably not going to happen. So. God, that movie was so fucking good. I know. I love it. It was pretty good. It was pee good. Um, hmm. I'm choosing definitely to ignore that. See the best act, best picture nominee, but probably not a winner. Yeah. Yeah. But. If the if the Academy doesn't if the Academy voters I just say don't both nominate and give the goal to Starsborn, they deserve everything every bad thing that happens to them. Is that your favorite movie of the year? No, maybe. I don't know. Me. I haven't I haven't set my um, top ten. So but wait, you know really think it. that a Starsborn? It should win in a in a very political way. Of it's both a movie that critics love and is captured pop culture by storm, and like that should be. Like, I'm sure Roma is beautiful and wonderful, but nobody outside of the film community is going to give a shit about it, unfortunately. It's white as hell, though. That's the problem. But it's Gaga and Cooper, and critics like it, so... Still white as shit. So, that's fine. Mm. People, we like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Yeah, we do, but all I'm saying is... How many Oscar nominations does Bradley Cooper have? I don't think very many. Yeah, probably not too many. I thought he had three. I mean, obviously he got two for Rocket. Yeah. What if his name was Bradley Pooper? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. What is it? How crazy is that? Oh, his middle name is Charles. That's awesome. That's his middle name? white southern name. Is Bradley Cooper. Awards nominations. He has been nominated for, wow, a lot of Academy Awards. Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, great film, and two for American Sniper. Interesting. Wow. Nice. He's hot. He'll probably yes. win it this time, I think. I think it's his best performance, so I hope so. Mm, interesting. Cody, grade for The First Man. Hard eight. I will concur with you. Josh, any final thoughts and or emoji and or grade, if you want to be a cool person? I give it a... Is he going to do it? What do I give it? Do I oh, give it? He's going to do it. Am I going to do it? He's going to do it. I'm going to do He's going to do it. He's, he's going to give a number grade. He's not. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it the alien smiling emoji. It's a <laughs> shitty emoji. Bad emoji. Because it's an alien in space. Get it? Do you know what? Stephen Hawking wrote a book before he died. Where and he said that said, God's not real. Exactly. Aliens are real. God's not. <laughs> and peace out, losers. He's the best. <laughs> Nobody's ever dropped the mic better than Stephen Hawking. I'm not going to lie. All right. Well, <laughs> you guys are you're dicks. You're just both dicks. So... That's fine. Uh, yeah. 
That's okay. That's okay. I love you both, except I hate both of you. That's Watch fair. reading, listening to. Josh, I want to give you a chance to call me a name for giving a bad review to Halloween, 1978. I don't care. Okay. I knew you weren't going to like it. I know. I hate. I wanted to like it, but that the acting is so bad, bro. It's so, it's so bad. If you say so. I mean, you did you, you said it yourself, didn't you? Oh, a couple of them, yeah, but not of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis or Donald Pleasance. No, they're fine, but like everybody else is so bad. I don't and, like. That's the bad. problem of if you didn't cast Donald Pleasance and he was just another random actor. Yes, the movie would lose clout and it would lose like a presence, but it would also feel a lot more like even, I guess, because he's miles above anybody else. Like he went to acting school. And most of these people, the other people in the movie, look like they were pulled out of a gymnasium ten minutes ago and told to stand in front of a camera and scream. I was like, "Ah, oh, come on, man! Why you gotta do that?" But the scene at the mental institution was really cool, where they're all walking around. Yeah, but that, yeah. am I supposed to? Was that supposed to be like a breakout? Uh, I something. I'm trying to remember what it is. Something, um, went wrong and everyone like got out and is walk and escaped. Or not escape, but like is wandering around without being supervised. Right. That don't, there's not like an explanation as to what happened. They just say just it happened. Like in real life. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I kind of was expecting that to come into play at some point a little bit later. Like they take him like back. Or, army of. Like, yeah, like there's just a bunch of cuckoo birds running around unsupervised. And I'm like, wait, is this a big deal? Because he just leaves. It's like, why are you leaving? <laughs> this is a problem. And we don't see anybody coming to take care of this. This is bad, because one of them, as we know, is a killer. He yeah. kills people. Fun fact about this movie, though, the mask that he is wearing is actually a um, William Shatner William mask. Shatner Did you know mask, that? Yeah. Yes. I don't think anybody knows, knows that. that. Everyone knows that. I don't think anybody Most knows. people know that. That's the bit. That's the bit. Don't know why they couldn't just use That's it again instead of trying to make it again and failing seven times. But What's this new one? No, I mean, just the mask. They've never, like, the first one looks great, and then they try it again, and every other one, they just, I don't understand why they didn't just reuse the first mask. What's the new one? What's that mask? The new one The new one looks good. They finally got it right. Ah. But ah. every other time, they just, uh, they tried to make it, they, one of them looks like it, they bought it from Walmart on day of shooting. You know? Nice. Uh, the point, though? <sighs> <laughs> I say the beginning of that of Halloween was strange. What the POV shot? Yeah, very interesting way to start a movie though. I got to give it credit for that. Just taking a POV for some psycho kid killed a sister. Very strange. Yeah, it's admirable, but it's kind of junky. Mistaken, but mistaken. Yes, I mean. According to my one of my film professors, yes. What? What did he say? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was hold on. Uh, according to one of my film professors, t- that is sorry, one you, of the t- best. Josh, don't take a hit of your jewel during the podcast, please. <laughs> For God's sake! <laughs> I'm just gonna snort my stuff. Um, the um, he said it's according to him, it's one of the best uh, long takes of all time. Uh, let me think. He spent about 15 minutes talking about it, and I don't remember what he said, but I'm going to go with yes. I can't think of any long takes in Steve Jobs, so I will pass on this for a moment. 
until I can think of something. Steve Jobs is the best film ever made. Cody, disagree? I don't disagree, but I specifically remember you saying that The Social Network is a better movie. I thought you said JFK was better. JFK is my favorite, but Social Network, or fuck. Abort. Ah! Sorry. What's yeah, no, no, I want best? you to, I want mm-hmm. you to, to explain this to me. Social Network is a better made film, but Steve Jobs is the best movie ever made. That doesn't make sense. Neither do you. I don't. I don't understand that. But okay. Can we just say that Steve Jobs is a great film, please? Yes. Okay. Good. Very good. Uh, watching reading this. I also saw rewatch Molly's Game for the first time since I saw it uh, earlier this year, and it still slaps so hard. I cried twice this time, so that's up from one from last time. So yeah, the end with your dad. Oh my god! I'm gonna give you three years of therapy in three minutes. Jesus Christ! Just kill me. And when the judge, Cody, when the judge, like, ah! <clears throat> he gives her. He's still the the whole judge thing is supposed to be like, oh, he's a cool guy, but he still finds her two hundred thousand dollars. I was like, dude, what a dick. Why did you do that? You, you know you're gonna you're gonna help her out. Why are you finding her two hundred thousand on top of it? Dick move, bro. Josh, I highly encourage you to watch that if you haven't, because it'll completely it. paint Toby Maguire in a different light. Molly, Molly's game, yeah. Toby Maguire is a dick, according to that's the. That's is that the Jessica Chastain movie? Or am I think it's something yeah. else. No, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. It's a Sorkin Chastain. It made, like, no money, unfortunately, and didn't even I get know, nominated. I don't know if Barber was even in that. Oh. No, he's not, but his his likeness is. Oh, okay. Michael Sarah kind of plays him. Okay. So, you have to look forward to, I guess. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it just... It is what it is. But Miley's Game, def, def recommend. Fire movie. Fire emoji, fire emoji. Not going to watch as much as the Steve Jobs, but definitely be checking it out. Once a year for a while. So, Cody, what about you? Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> I've only been working. Have I've been watching. Body? I've been watching The Stand. Oh wait, what? It's a Stephen, it's a Stephen King um, mini series. Mini series. Is it new? No, it came no. out in the nineteen nineties. Ah, uh, is it about the flag? About how you're supposed to stand? Uh, it's about the Randall flag. flag. <gasps> well, he knew. He's the bad guy. Well, yeah, that's all I got. I'm, I haven't been watching a lot of stuff. I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah. biding my time until uh, Red Dead Redemption Two comes out. What audiobook are you listening to at the moment? Oh, I started a new series, and it's so good. It's called Harry um, Potter. Fuck you, <laughs> Harry Potter's for fucking babies. It's Great. called the Raira Revelations. It's a fantasy series. Of course it is. And it's the good. You, neither of you are going to listen to it. No. But no. You should because no. it's better than most of the crap you've been reading. Except for you, Mason, if you would ever read Red Rising. I've I'm given sorry. You the best, I've given you a present, the best gift I could ever give you. And you're just. But I'm really into the one I'm reading now, so I promise I'll get to it later. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know someone who's listened to the entire series 
quicker. Is it you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone too. It's you. So that's where I'm at in my life. You it should is. be re- listening to Red Rising. All of you. Josh, I'll you watch, too. I'll, I'll watch the movie. It's a better Hunger Games. When's the movie coming out? It's not. I don't know. They're making I don't know if they're even making a movie. I don't know. No, there's no word on that. But when it comes out, I'll watch it. Maybe same. Unless, unless they cast Tim, Tim, Timothy Chalamet, in which case I'm completely out. <laughs> you're not no, going to watch. You're not, not. going to watch Denise next movie then. Oh, God, no. he's really testing my patience. It's like Denise. What if he? What if you make he makes you love him? But his his face isn't going to change though. What if you have to? Oh my God! Don't be that guy. I am okay. I can live with myself not liking people for their face because I know plenty of people do the same to me. So it's karma and whatnot. I'm listening to you right now. (gasps) (laughs) Josh, an audio podcast. Star is born. Star Uh, is born. That's what I was going to talk about. But all right. Best song. Go. Uh, Maybe it's time. Good choice. It's my favorite. Um, There's like eight good choices in this. Yeah, though. Yeah. To be perfectly I, fair, uh, the soundtrack not as not as re-listenable as I was expecting it to be, but there are like as in just like as a whole album. But there are some really great songs on there. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a great movie. It's everything I wanted La La Land to be. Um, and I don't think Lady Gaga is getting a Best Actress nomination, but that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, come on. Yeah, I don't. Who's her competition? Right now, Claire Foy. Foy. She's uh, best supporting. I don't, I don't know what's support and what's lead. So. She's, she's been submitted as supporting. Okay. Um, gotta, I've been, like, part of my job is to put together, like, Oscar prediction reports, and Gaga is at the top or near the top of pretty much everyone. So it's guaranteed she's going to get nominated. That'd be cool. 100%. Um, and then and Bradley Cooper is my favorite performance I've seen all year. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I thought he was amazing. Um, and then I, I, I don't remember if you mentioned this or not, um, but the ending, I mean, it caught, completely caught me off guard, but yeah. I still don't know if I like it or not. Do you mean what happened or how it was what happened? edited? I just, oh. just, it totally, Part of me is like it just didn't mesh with the rest of the story, but then I think about it in the whole grander scheme of things, and it kind of does. Like it's yeah. a it's a dark story when you think about it. But I don't know. Maybe I just didn't want that kind of ending, and that's just a personal thing. Um, so, but my but, question is: is I want to know how the other versions of this movie end. From what I understand, he dies in most of them. Like in one of them, he gets into a car crash at the end and dies. I think in the Streisand one, he dies. I think he kills himself. Like, like if he's going to die, I'd prefer it to be, like, have, like, thematic reasoning, and this does. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily love it, but it makes sense. Um, but, yeah, and then I love their relationship. I love the music. The music scenes are awesome. They are, like, yeah. the concert scenes are, that's, like, I felt like I was, like, a, a like, a, recorded concert it was well they, like so much so much energy and it was great well let's see uh the one that they played i think the very first one they got into, onto some random festival stage 
And then the one with the flags, they were... Let's see, they asked Willie Nelson if they could shoot something for like 15 minutes before his show, and he let them. And the one with Gaga, or should I say Allie... Fuck you. Singing or Jackson, like, Maine. Singing in that arena. Uh, that was the day before her a concert she was going to have at Staples Center in L.A., or the Forum in L.A., I can't remember, that somehow they got people in there for that. Or maybe it was at the actual concert itself. And then SNL was from Bradley Cooper asking them if he could do it, and they said yes. So the those scenes were pretty much <laughs> favors and, you know, sneakery, pretty much. Like, it was... I was at an interview, and Cooper was like, yeah, it's, it was very guerrilla e filmmaking, and we just kind of went... With a minimal crew, like a sound guy, a cameraman, and the and then the actors, and that was it. And we had five minutes to shoot something, which is just amazing. Nice. Um, and then the one other thing I I'm, I'm not I don't know if I didn't like or I'm just conflicted on, but the the whole like concept of like she started selling out that he's I, I don't really know what that they were sending like mixed messages to me with like what do you mean like there, there's not really a res, a resolution to that. At least I didn't see one. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, like what, like, are they trying to say she did sell out or that, or that she wasn't like, cause I don't know. I didn't really get what they were going for with that. I think the implication is that she did sell out and that, the, and that's that it. her selling out is sort of what drove him to the dark. <laughs> yes. Cody. Yeah drove him to the dark place that he eventually went to but it was through so it's just a really big tragedy then but no but it was through that loss that she rediscovered who okay. she was okay yeah, like you know, you're end, right you're, you're right that makes sense because at the end doesn't she like her hair is back to being brunette yeah right? yeah you look at the ending okay the ending yeah. scene that okay that makes complete sense then yeah Ooh, so here's a question for you josh what did you think of that last song i loved it really really yeah did you not we hated no. it. We both hated it so much. It was too too on the nose. Yeah, I mean, like if you want it, yeah, but like the, I mean, it's, overall, it's kind of a, it's a pretty, I don't want to say cliched story, but oh, hundred percent, it is. I don't, think uh, it's, I don't think it's that cliche. Yeah, Josh and I, you, you and I both went up, yeah, faced off against a Twitter troll. And I don't think it is at all. Yeah, I was it's completely caught off, caught off guard by it. Um, same. But yeah, I I mean there there are certain elements to it that are like you've seen been there done that, but it's you know I thought it was done well and the characters were great and that's what makes it good um, or distracts from the flaws. So and yeah, like I said, the ending I had no idea that was coming and that I, like I said I it took me a day to even realize that happened right or like I was didn't yeah I, uh, I loved it yeah I mean I don't mean to do i i hate the idea that you know all movies made these days are blank but a lot of big movies like this are do have happy endings as like as if it's a requirement yeah, it's like, so it was kind of yeah, shocking I, to see something yeah. go this dark and that's the thing i wanted a happy ending because i yeah. wanted to see this i wanted to see them kind of like the movie really is it puts you in a position where like this just these two can't be happy together so either they're going to go wrong together or some be happy apart. And they were – one of them died together. A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, her soul died and he died. So that was fun. Um, 
yeah, I mean that, I just didn't think it would go that far or didn't, wouldn't go all the way with that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'd say it like has the balls to do that, but like, well, I like, appreciate well, like Cody, that and I, just, Cody and I talked about this. The movie doesn't go for the first quick, easy emotion too much. It, it tries to hit you with ones that are harder and that it's, yeah. you know, it's not outright anger or sadness. There's always a tinge of, you know, conflict i guess or it should be some conflict within you of whether or not like you said do i want to do i want this ending or do i or is like i don't don't know not like this ending it was you know a happy ending yeah depending on what that happy ending is that's true maybe a happy ending would have worked if him coming to the show they sing shallow again and he's overcome like you could easily make a happy ending in this movie and it would work perfectly if he does come back for shallow and he's beaten his demons and they live happily ever after but there's also this other way that you could take and aka reality yeah well it all depends Uh, it's yeah but it's definitely it was a it'd be a brave choice either way i think because you know but it's just amazing from cooper top 10 worthy uh, I mean, I can tell you where it is right now, but no, it's no spoilers, okay. no spoilers, right. no spoilers. Right. You're weird. You're weird about that. Top but 10 yeah, worthy it, it, though. Up uh, for consideration. Not, I, mean, I don't think it, so. It probably won't be in my top 10, but oh God, who knows? Film. He hates film, Cody. It's, it's, it's close. Very close. <laughs> it's in there for me, but I got to see Mandy again. Mandy 2K18. You really love that movie, don't you? Jesus Christ. I can't stop thinking about it. So what else do I, th- I, I do I not like it or am I just fanboying? I don't know. I haven't thought a minute about Solo <laughs> since I saw it, but Mandy, I'm like, oh, I don't think anybody has. That was so cool. That was I so cool. I still haven't even bought that movie. Yeah, me neither. No big rush. It's it's one of those, it'll be at $2 on Black Friday, so might as well wait. That's what I'm really dying for. Hey, Mom, buy that for me for Christmas since I don't know what I want. Oh, you still get gifts on Christmas? It's fine. Not Not, not like I used to. I get, I get. Tell us more about what it's like when your parents hate you. I don't, I don't make a list and tell people to get me stuff. My mom asks. Oh, well, she loves you more than mine does. Probably. My list this year is New Jewel, obviously. We were just talking about it earlier. Yep. And tickets to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So I can take you, Josh. So you can see how awesome it is. You hated it. I did. But it's good on stage because there's acting and, like, it's not just... So what you're saying is execution is more important than concept. No, because the concept wasn't... No, because the concept was not presented the way uh, in a way in such a way that would make it easily digestible because you're with a script book i said this last week with a script book you don't get internal thoughts you don't get observations by the characters or other stuff like that you just get the words and stage direction it doesn't tell the whole story if i'd read a book version of cursed child i would have loved it and i've seen the stage version i love it because it does add that extra dimension but the story is bad Wait until you see it, it on stage. It doesn't matter what format it's in. You have to see it perform to understand this, to really take it in. I don't, I don't know if I do. I think you I do. Mean, I'll watch it one day. I'll watch a recording of it whenever that happens. Oof. Probably never. Don't Actually, do. I don't know. 
They, they, yeah, they that's a cash cow because you're gonna I'm get. I'm still so waiting for Hamilton. Been. Yeah, that's. I'm still sure they'll do cash. one of those um, fathom events. I will go. No, they're that. just gonna do a movie, which they should, and I don't know why they haven't yet. Because it's still making money on Broadway. You got. I just want to show it to my class. <laughs> go take him to see Hamilton. I'm Uncle yeah, Mason's buying. Okay. It only cost you what two thousand bucks <laughs> for one ticket. For a one ticket, ticket class for a class, yeah. For a class, that Stupid would be expensive. At least how many kids? Many? Like ten. Six. Six. Okay, that's not. That's probably a oh. thousand overall. Maybe fifteen hundred, depending. What kind of class do you teach? Six kids. I work at a school for bad kids. Oh. You never mentioned that part. Yes, I did. Oh, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Anything else you're watching, reading, listening to? Um, I rewatched Hocus Pocus. That was fun. It's too bad. Call it me when it's Halloween. Hocus Pocus is nowhere near as good as Halloween Town High. I know it's a hot Halloween take, but... Halloween Town High sucks. Oh, my God. Are you well, kidding me? The other Halloween Towns are great, though. Yeah, the first two are great. Oh, no, no, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. I mean the first okay. two Halloween Towns. Those are yeah. those are literally... That, those yeah, the first have two are lore. Awesome. They have yeah. actual lore. Yeah, they do. It's awesome. Like, uh, who's the main guy? Calabar? Calabar, yeah. Calabar. Oh, he's the goat. I love Cal. Calabar. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate to be the remember the days kind of guy, but remember the days when Disney Channel original movies were awesome? Yep. They, like, put so just they as awesome, much... Were awesome, or were we just... We were young. I think um, Halloween Town High is cool. I mean, I haven't watched... I'm going to watch it again, because I just recorded it, but... Exactly. I think it'll hold up. I hope it holds up, because otherwise I'm going to be depressed. Well, it, like... <laughs> It, it'll probably hold up in the same way the first Harry Potter does, where it's got that charm of being made yeah, 20 years ago. 1999. Exactly. I think it'll hold up. It's charm. Things have charm. Yeah. All right. Which is better, one or two? One. I haven't seen them enough to know, so I'm going to go with the, the OG. I remember liking two more, but we'll see. Is it the Dark Knight of the Halloween Town series? Exactly. <laughs> got it. Good to know. <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, though. Uh, next week is it super yeah, yeah it is <gasps> oh my god how excited are you josh got my ticket you did good for you yep. you going alone really you got friends not gonna have imax it's 2d they don't have imax they do get imax what time uh, what time you seen it uh, 7.15 On Thursday Gotta go with yeah. a later show That's way more fun Nah I gotta go to bed But then No but if you go to a later show Then when you get home You can pretend That you're being followed Why would I do that When I could go home And watch a Disney movie Is that really What you're gonna do No I'm probably Is that really what you do After horror movies No god no I'm not a pussy Well That's okay. misogynistic But okay <laughs> You mean, wait, no, I'm not going to say that. Sorry. Um, anyway, it's Halloween. Halloween. They're just calling it Halloween, aren't they? Yeah, I, I don't know. I still don't like that title. But like, Better than Halloween what, H2O. What if they called it Halloween H4O? Or what if they called it Halloween H2O2? <laughs> H2O Halloween times two. H2O2. Which is hydrogen peroxide, in case you didn't know. Um no, I didn't. People probably don't. So <laughs> nobody knows that. Yeah, no one knows that. You know, go, you know what gold is on the periodic table? The the little the 
words? A-U. It's A-U. Fuck. Do you know what oxygen is? Oh. Okay. All right, I'm done. I've got nothing. <laughs> you I tried. Paid it. I paid attention in chemistry. Yeah, I dropped it after six weeks, but bye. Anyways, uh, Halloween coming up. Can't wait. I've used chemistry so much in my everyday life, so it's like I really regret not, you know, seeing Every it. Every time you cook. Pretty much. <laughs> Does microwave popcorn count as yep. cooking? Okay, cool. Well, yeah, speaking of, speaking of Halloween, what are you guys? Do? Are you guys doing anything for Halloween? Do you ever do anything? Spooky for Halloween? games, spooky games, and food. Nice. I'm going to go on the Upper West Side, and I'm going to trick or treat and scare all the rich people. <laughs> but I'm not. I don't know. I'll probably go to a party. Sure. Why not? Your friends go to a rave or something like that. I have friends. Yeah, I have at yeah. least two friends here. At least here or in New York, your, cat, your cats don't count. I don't Those have cats that. aren't there. Yeah, thanks for rubbing salt on that wound. Yikes! Idiot. More like you just cut off my arm instead. Ouchie. No, New York's the place to be on Halloween. It's lit. Probably go to the gym in a Dracula costume. That nice. freak people out. <laughs> I'm really hoping somebody pulls a Pam that like dresses up at my office, but like nobody else is dressed up, so I can laugh. Especially at when them. they dress up like Hitler. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Until next time, though, when we talk about the actual Halloween film, you can follow Sanders Gore Reflex on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. And don't be dumb like Lori Strode. Because she dumb. Mm-hmm. Who hides in a closet from a serial killer? I don't understand. doesn't make any sense. <sighs> Bad girl. Is he a serial killer or is he a mass murderer? Ooh, question. Josh? Um, if you want to be technical, he's a mass murderer. But does he have a bit? Or is the I guess it's a, I guess it depends on the continuity. Yeah, which which timeline are we on with? Original. The current one. The new, the new one, then it's he's a mass murderer. Okay. I would it would stress me out to be a serial killer, because I'd have to think of a bit. Like a thing to do. Like you leave I don't know, a scarf at every crime scene. Or yeah, you... I got a Zodiac it. Yeah. Okay. Like you I finished... need to eat dinner. Can we wrap it up? Wrapped up. Here's a little ghost for the altar.